good morning and thank you for joining me once again as we continue uh, into the book of 1 Samuel. Uh, we're going to look at chapters 4, 5, and 6 uh, today. If you've got a Bible and it's handy, uh, go ahead and uh, open it and uh, we shall make our way uh, through uh, these wonderful, uh, wonderful uh, chapters. And uh, we shall make some, uh, some comments, uh, some, uh, uh, some emphasis uh, there in uh, the end of chapter 6 and kind of bleed over into the first few verses of uh, chapter 7. Now, there was a lot going on in those opening three chapters yesterday. Uh, we talked a bit about the call of, of uh, Samuel. Uh, he is certainly, if you read the three chapters, know that there's a big contrast uh, between his faithfulness and the worthlessness of the sons of Eli who were corrupt, and they were abusing uh, the worshipers uh, there within Israel, and it will eventually cost them their lives. And so uh, in chapter 4, um, we see uh, that uh, the, uh, certainly uh, the, the nation has an inadequate view of the ark and what it represents and its purpose. They look at it more as a... Uh, kind of a, a magic token, so to speak, that just because they've got it with them, then they are automatically um, uh, guaranteed victory, and it's eventually captured by the Philistines. Uh, and interestingly enough, uh, it brings a curse upon the Philistines, these terrible uh, tumors and great pain, and these uh, the, being overrun with mice. Uh, at the capture of the ark, uh, Eli is told of that occurrence and of the death of these wicked uh, sons, uh, Hophni and Phinehas, and he, he, he dies there uh, uh, on, the, on the spot. And uh, a very interesting verse in chapter 4, uh, verse 21, the capture of uh, the ark, uh, the, uh, the wife of one of the dead men, uh, she gives birth to her child in distress and names him Ichabod. And uh, the, uh, uh, the idea uh, uh, encaptured in the name, the glory has departed uh, from Israel. And so because of the capture of the ark of God and that uh, occasionally and maybe some very old school type Baptist circles uh, uh, you'll hear that kind of uh, terminology uh, thrown around uh, probably in a very uh, improper way but if they think that uh, maybe a particular curse has been unfaithful uh, they will say, maybe say Ichabod's been written on the door or that, that it's under Ichabod meaning the glory, the power uh, the, the privilege of serving God has left them. And so, uh, uh, again, uh, 4 and 5, the ark is captured. Uh, the, the, the Philistines are uh, uh, afflicted. They realize uh, we've, we've got something bigger than us uh, in our presence. We're being cursed because of it. And so they put it on an ox cart and they, uh, they send it back uh, to, to Israel. And uh, uh, as a symbol of the presence of the Lord, uh, it's certainly something uh, that those within Israel didn't fully understand any more than those of outside of Israel uh, fully understood. And so uh, we'll, we are reminded that the ark uh, was the uh, place in which the Ten Commandments resided, covered by what we call the mercy seat, the place in which the blood uh, was sprinkled. Uh, in atonement for the sins of the nation. And so certainly uh, the ark uh, 
uh, is that which foreshadows the ultimate and final and perfect accomplishment of our Lord Jesus Christ in atoning, in propitiating uh, uh, the, sin, the, uh, the sin of uh, the people. And so uh, let's read, beginning in verse 19, about the recovery or the restoration of the ark. Uh, chapter 6, verse 19, And he struck some of the men of Beth Shemesh because they looked upon the ark of the Lord. He struck 70 men of them, and the people mourned because uh, the Lord had struck the people with a great blow. Uh, the men of Beth Shemesh said, uh, Who is able to stand before the Lord, this holy God, and to whom shall he uh, go up away from us? And they, so they sent messengers to the inhabitants of Kiriath-Jerim, saying, The Philistines have returned the ark of the Lord. Come down and take it up to you. And the men of Kiriath-Jerim uh, came and took up the ark of the Lord and brought it to the house of Abimadab on the hill. And they consecrated his son Eleazar to have charge of the ark of the Lord. And from, that, from the day the ark was lodged at Kiriath-Jerim, and a long time passed, some 20 years, and all the house of Israel lamented after the Lord. And so we can see here uh, how they, they were improperly instructed. They did not understand uh, fully uh, the purpose uh, of the ark. And we see uh, kind of the, the, the two, -sided, two sides or the two-sided sword even of uh, the revelation of God, the Word of God, the person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Either it is received by faith and it is a blessing or it will stand as a curse against you. And so uh, we can see uh, that uh, going on uh, here, uh, that this, this ark is either uh, the source of blessing or a source of cursing. Uh, Jesus will either be your Savior, or He will be the one that judges you and sends you away from Him uh, forever. And so I think in that incident with the ark, we see something once again of a foreshadowing both of the person and of the work, again, as uh, uh, the ark was the, the place in which the atoning blood was sprinkled. Uh, so we see something of the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. So I pray that this is a blessing to your day, and I'll look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.